That's the way to kick off a good show. It's another another week of the good stuff. We love a good Tuesday. I love being in studio. Uh, you're tuned into the good stuff on Cliff Central. Welcome back to Cliff Central's very own happy hour with myself, Brent Lindeque, the good news guy. Um, I've got a jam-packed show today. We're just busy sorting out a, a couple of glitches in studio to make sure that we've got everybody's microphones on and headphones on. We have Brett Rogers who's going to join us in studio. Uh, an incredible story from a really cool guy who's doing amazing stuff. The overall theme today is learning to see your achievements. And a couple of weeks ago, a couple of nights ago, I can't actually remember 100%, but Jodine, our Project Me Good News Lady of the Hour, She's come to join us again. Joe, you're going to have to get a little bit closer to the mic. Because the mic is my friend. Because the mic is your friend. We've, we've dragged her into studio a couple of weeks ago. Her and I were having a big fat chat about, uh, about vision boards and sort of people putting up vision boards and, and how that, that book that they wrote, The Secret, just exploded with everybody and their dog creating vision boards and, and sort of trying to work towards something. And we've, We've decided to put a little bit of a spin on it because yeah. I think vision boards are so 20 and th- 2013. <laughs> I think 2010. 2010, maybe. <laughs> yeah. You let it go. Yeah. Bye, Oprah. <laughs> we, it's the new good news people coming in. Uh, what, do, what is the take that we're going to change up on uh, the vision boards? We're going to shift to something that I've seen has made such a huge difference. I was given an HP printer. Um, and I was told, print stuff from your vision board. And I just, I wasn't feeling it. And um, I ended up printing stuff that I've achieved. And it was so much more exciting. Just, just close to the mic. Closer. We got the producers in the back there going, get closer to the mic. <laughs> um, it, it was so much more exciting for me to see what I have achieved than the things that I still want to achieve. And it hasn't been a great amount of time. Uh, I think this happened in in June, but from then, just flipping it around and looking at what I have achieved and getting excited about what I've achieved and printing what I've achieved has helped me to manifest stuff that I even forgot that I wanted that was sitting on the vision board. It has been so incredible that I like, I hope you're with me because I plan to like start a revolution. This is is a revolution. (laughs) It's incredible. I get that same feeling that we did at dinner the other night and that's, Yes, you need to dream and you need to, you need to plan to want things, but yeah. if you don't action anything, nothing's going to happen. Yeah. So the important thing is to realize what have you done? And like your story with Project Me. That, that was so incredible because a lot of the Project Me story that I've done has been around weight loss. I'm one of those girls where it's up and down and up and down. And I've had this image for so long of this, you know, perfect size and, and what happened was I I got to a great weight, um, but still had in my head about 15 kilos to go. And I missed the moment. I missed how incredible it was. And from that moment on, having set a goal that sometimes is just not reachable, I, I lost it. And um, when I was doing this whole printing all of the stuff and then decided to print my achievements, and actually my, my first achievement that I printed was when I went to Amsterdam and I, pr- I took a photograph of the exact picture that I had on my vision board. Um, and that's when I started to go back and print these achievements. And when I saw this picture of myself, I actually I cried for a very long time, going at that point, I was perfect. And we miss it. We just miss that because we constantly want something more all the time. And it made me stop and have a look that actually 
sometimes just look at what you have achieved. And it's been such an easy turnaround. You know me, Brent. I hate Jim. Hey? <laughs> You've even tried to get me to like do the odd thing. I, it's just, it's not for me. But since that moment, I do something every day. Even if it's just get up and do 30 squats in my room. I'm doing something every day because I've got a vision of what I have managed to achieve. And it's now it's helping me realize what else I can achieve. Now in my business, in my personal life, it's just flowed over to everything. Well, you are incredibly successful. I've always said Thank so. And you've you. got amazing things going on. You've got a couple of businesses that you run. Yeah. And, and that all comes from somewhere. You started yeah. out with, with nothing. You didn't yeah. have a business. No. I, I started out knowing that we all have the ability to achieve, achieve something. And it's, it's so funny because people ask me how Project Me as a blog fits into my business and is it related. And the only way that Project Me is related to my businesses is that being so determined to achieve and be and succeed for myself helped me create those businesses. So my businesses are Project Me. Uh, and that's the link, which has just been so incredible. Are you still blogging? <laughs> I am still blogging. I blogged last night. I blogged, I did an incredible blog last night about that we don't talk about the broken because I haven't blogged as much. And um, I, I had a car accident like four months ago and I only got my car back two days ago. And I haven't blogged at all about the, about any of it because we don't like to talk about things that are wrong. So last night I just blogged about all the things that are broken. So if you want to see what's broken in my life, it's on the blog right now. <laughs> Go have a read. And I think I think something like that makes you human. Yeah. People don't like to portray that bad side on social yeah. media either. It's the you always on social media, you see everybody oh, super happy, on holiday, doing stuff. It's all the good stuff. No one ever goes mm. damn. And I think my blog wouldn't be as successful if I hadn't have spoken about all of the, the broken hearts, the, um, you know, when, before my business was a success, cause it's great now that I have two flourishing businesses, but I remember blogging about times where I couldn't afford to go to the meeting cause I didn't have petrol money to get there. So I'm really proud of myself that I did put it out there when I did. I mean, I was engaged. That breakup post of that engagement was the highest, um, engagement that I had or interaction with people and then again this one about that actually maybe it's not about becoming this perfect body size was another one that got such incredible responses from because people because pe- people can relate yes. and 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 again it's going back to 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 ticking off the achievements yeah and to to noticing yes you didn't have money for petrol to go to a job, to to interview yeah. But look at you now. Exactly. Look what you've achieved. Exactly. And in the achievement, there's still the stuff that I haven't achieved. Like so many people say to me, where are your offices? Oh, well, don't have those yet. (laughs) Joe, we're in 2014. No one needs offices. You could be working from Bali right now. I know. It's true. I just have one staff here, one incredible person there, (laughs) business partner there. Totally works (laughs) for you. It It is. We've got got Spilly who joins us in studio quite often as well. And, And Spilly is exactly the same. Yeah. He was in corporate and he was doing the corporate thing and he decided that he enjoys traveling and he enjoys meeting with people and consulting. So he created a business basically on his Vespa and he drives from meeting to meeting. You see that? That's incredible. It was was his vision and it became his achievement. I mean, I worked last week from the Winelands. I know. I saw all over Facebook and I'm going to, you can put it in quotations as work because I saw that by midday there was a, a... 
pop of a bottle of shampoos yeah. and we were good to go for the rest of the afternoon. That's that's how people, everybody should be working. But that's why you have an incredible team, I must admit. I would not be able to do this if I did not have the team that I have around me. And I honestly, I congratulate myself for manifesting such incredible people in my life. I really do. <laughs> they need to go up onto the achievement board as well. They you need do. to stick little photos they of them there. Do. We've got a guest in studio. He's literally just walked in. You can hear you can you, let me switch him on over here. You can actually hear the door slam. Kadoof. Where he's going. Oh, and he's just joined us in studio. Uh, hello there. How are you doing? Hey, Brett. Brett with a T. How are you doing? Good to see you, Brent. and Jardine. Pleasure Hi, to be hi. here. It's amazing. He swam for Africa. I'm going to go through a list of things that, that I've done, that I've seen for, on his bio. For South Africa. He swam for South Africa. Yeah. Got a couple of gold medals when he was really young. Yeah. He has worked on cricket tours for yeah. fashion houses. Yeah. For Sailor Jerry Rum, is that the right the right yeah. way to say it? For the Springboks as well. For the Springboks, he's been a model. He, radio, radio. He um, owns TV an, production. He's a, he does location scouting. He owns an incredible brand. I hope you're wearing your own brand. Uh, I'm not actually. <laughs> Damn but it. I am wearing Alexander Wang, so you can all. See there we go. <laughs> um, and I, I do believe that in his heart of hearts, he believes in good things. He's a he's an inspirational guy. Brett, welcome to the studio. Welcome to Cliff Central. It's a pleasure to be here. I was actually um, very interested in what you guys were saying about um, achievements and and acknowledging them. I think that we're raised from you know from quite from you know as we're raised um, to be overly humble. Um, and although being humble is valuable uh, to a, a person's personality, I think also people just start forgetting that they've done cool shit, that they're cool people, that they've done amazing things. And as soon as you start acknowledging them, then things start rolling from then on and you realize your value as well. Um, I, I, for years and years and years, and like you said, I do, I've done like cool things, and, but it took me a long time to realize that oh, I actually have done some cool things. So, yay, instead of always just breaking myself down for not having achieved certain things. Well, you have. When I, when I read your bio, um, I looked at it and I thought to myself... <laughs> it's annoying. <laughs> yeah, it's an annoying bio. <laughs> what? What have you not done? Like, you, you own your own fashion brand. You've worked around the world. You've done really cool stuff. Um, there's some people that have never left, I don't know, Boxburg. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, you've really done amazing things. They don't have their visas. Well... You know, we, not all of us could get out of there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, before we knock all the different places in Johannesburg, where do you come from? Um, I'm from Johannesburg. Um, and and he, loves, he loves Box, Boxburg. I love Boxburg and Benoni. <laughs> um, and I, I never thought I'd really come back to Joburg. I left when I was 20, went to Cape Town and then Edinburgh and Munich and uh, on ships. And then I came back um, to Cape Town and I got offered a, a job over here. Took it, hated it. That was a restaurant manager. That's not in my bio, I think. No, it is. Well, is it? It, it just doesn't mention the restaurant. You sort of yeah, overlooked it. Because it's rubbish. But it does say that you found your roots back in Johannesburg. I when did. You... I did. I, I, I left Joburg as the young man who didn't like himself and didn't like anything and was very sad and kind of explored the world and discovered who I was and then came back and discovered that Joburg was just such a remarkable place and it gets better and better and better all the time. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm such a Josie girl, so yeah. I just love to hear that. I've, I've, got, uh, I've got Australians staying with me at the moment, a uh, family from Australia. And I've got the such a terrible task of showing them around South Africa and Joburg. And I've realized that I'm a bit of a groupie when it comes to Joburg. Mm-hmm. I am absolutely in love with this place. Yeah. And it's, it's every little 
dirty part of it that I really, really, really enjoy. I took them over the first day they arrived. They were still half asleep and jet lagged. And I, I stuck them in that red bus tour that goes around Joburg. And to learn, like, I'd been on it before, but I think the first time was all hype and it was a media day. And I didn't, to learn that stuff again about how rich Johannesburg's culture is and to think that we're only 150 odd years old. That's yeah, all. That's all Johannesburg is. Yeah, it's amazing. It's it's a really cool thing. So you grew up here. You you found your your roots for Johannesburg again, and then, um, and then, I don't know, man. I just carried on saying yes to things. Yes to this job. Yes to that job. It was then that I, when I came back to Joburg and left the the restaurant, I focused on massage therapy and worked with. Um, I prefer to work with sportsmen or people with injuries because I like to fix things. Um, and I quickly realized that that was kind of unsustainable mm-hmm. to only choose which customers you want, you know, because other people also have money. Um, <laughs> but I was really bored with that. So I, I worked with the Springboks for a little while. I wasn't a permanent employee, just did some, some session work with them. And then with the New Zealand cricket team and Delhi Daredevils. And those were the highlights, I think. Yeah, you went, you went over to uh, the, would, would it be the IPL or the? Um, oh, it was, it was IPL, but it was a Joburg based IPL. Yes. And then the ICC Champions Trophy with New Zealand that was also based here and in, uh, Kate's on, I think. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was amazing. They were incredibly nice people as well. Super easy to work with. You know, I think they're kind of like the, you know, the, the C team of the world. You know, like they're just nice guys. And they don't give a crap about being all hoity-toity and giving people a hard time. Very rad. Mm. Sailor Jerry Rum. That's my. That's next on my list. That's I actually dr- I dr- Yes, I drank some on Sunday. Um, I may have... Again, Joburg groupie. I followed the motherland over to Social on Main. It's their, their Sunday gig, and, and they invite me to come through. Um, they nearly had me up on stage. It was a bit embarrassing. <laughs> but uh, Sean from the motherland did give me a glass of this Sailor Jerry rum, and you've worked for them. Yeah, yeah. Are they a cool brand? Um, they're amazing. I mean, we went through – I was the brand ambassador, so I was helping build the, the brand over here. And then things, you know, things as they t- can go, they – didn't go so well and I removed myself from it because I didn't feel I could do as good enough a job with what I was given. And But while doing it, it was incredible. We did amazing work. We spoke to cool people. I actually just got my first Sailor Jerry tattoo uh, about six weeks ago. I figured I might as well get one because he was a famous tattoo artist. That's, That's amazing. Yeah, so I've got a little octopus on my leg. You do. You have quite a lot of tattoos. Oh, so many. And Jodine's just got her first one. No, I saw a second one. The, the wolf one? one. The wolf and the dragon. Yeah, I saw the wolf with the whole yeah. my half wolf brand. I was very excited. <laughs> That's cool. It's my second one. What's I'm the a, first one? I have the moon goddess on my back. Yeah? Mm. Who did this one? It's good work. Peppy. Parker. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've got some Peppy on me. Yeah, you know, just a <laughs> shameless plug the tattoo artist. <laughs> While we're at it, if you go to Ting in, where is it, Santon, she's amazing. <laughs> Very cool. I dig tattoos too. I've got a couple and I'm planning to get more. Yeah. It's, uh, it's addictive. It is addictive. Well, I'm not stopping, man. And yeah. it's a, it, it, I mean, it's your art. It's your Ooh. art that you walk around with. Yeah, yeah agreed. I think that's what uh, people tend to, the people who regret tattoos, they get them for the wrong reason. Mm. You know, they either get it because X moment meant something to them or, um, or they're doing it because somebody cool has got something when really you should just get something that you think looks ex- aesthetically good and, and then you'll never regret it, I think. Yeah. I've, I don't regret any of my tattoos and I have some crappy tattoos. Some crazy stuff. <laughs> uh, clothing brand, the Half Wolf. Half Wolf is, Half Wolf is very exciting for me. It's, um, it started out very, very slowly. I didn't actually make the brand to be a brand. I just wanted to make some nice shirts for myself. And 
Um, I was working with a good friend and some bleach, and we got got making these shirts, and suddenly everybody liked them. So I was like, hey, why not? So how long ago was that? Uh, that was just more than a year ago. Um, so that's um, it's it's been fun working out how to do a good product. Um, especially if I want to do everything in Joburg or South Africa at least. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to do any manufacturing overseas. Um, so to get the correct supplier, manufacturer, screen printers, and I have to do it all myself, man. So like, okay, I will buy this fabric and then they go ahead and make it like pick up the, buy the fabric, pick up the fabric, take it to the manufacturer, get the manufacturer to make it, make it, take it to the screen prints, get screen prints to make it. It's like, ah, it's a pain. But, but it's, I love it. But you love it. I, <laughs> I love the brand. I love the brand. Yeah, it's very cool. I I heard about you and the brand, and and I mean, you've said that it's it's a year young, mm. so it is a young brand. Very. And I heard about him in the Grazia magazine, so that's where I sort of cottoned on that I believe that you are a good person. Oh, thank you. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I think I'm a good person. I just you know, you know, you're outwardly a good person. I'm inwardly a good person. There we go. That's good enough for everybody. Uh, today's show is all about achievements, and you've you've got a crapload under your belt. You acknowledge them. I acknowledge them. Did you ever have a vision board? Is that something that you thought printed, put stuff up, and thought that's my dream, that's my goal, that's what I want to do? No, or, no, no. I, I guess when I was a kid, I was encouraged to write down what I wanted to achieve, and I still, to this day, think that things like vision boards are probably. Good, but not for me. I know they're not like. I just can't look at something like that. I feel icky if I look at them. That, that's what I like to hear, actually, because um, what worries me about, and I call it the positivity movement, not to insult anyone, but but what worries me about that is that everyone thinks that you have to have a vision board, or you have to meditate, or you have to do these things in order to manifest and achieve. You don't have to. You just have to figure out your formula of what works for you mm. and that's what's so refreshing to hear well i mean it's refreshing to hear that but i still haven't worked out what my way is unfortunately well maybe it's just how i've been going yeah and when i look at what i've achieved i haven't what i thought i was going to be and what i am are two completely completely different things and what i loved was all that i've done is say yes yeah i i mean how i landed my first client in the social media industry was I got a call from someone who knew someone who knew that I was good at tweeting who asked me if I did crisis management and I said yes cool. yes I'm, I'm <laughs> a lobbyist <laughs> have you seen my life have you seen it crisis <laughs> and I, I, I went in and sorted out a problem just on on the faith that I would knew, know what to do and that was actually how I landed my first client so I'm I'm a very big I'm really big don't say yes to drugs and don't <laughs> say yes to but but just say yes like yeah. take a risk and say yes and the worst that can happen is you'll it, it won't work it will fall over and you'll say oh well I tried so but you'll uh, know for next time exactly. and you'll have more knowledge from whatever that experience exactly. is I read a ma- an amazing article and it was only half amazing because I don't know how much I believe in it but it had the whole vision board brought into mind and they did all these experiments where they asked people they took a group of students and the first group test group a they told them to visualize doing really really well in the exams so there's your vision board sit down meditate on it you are going to do well in your exams the second group they told them to visualize when they would study the action instead of the dream so visualize take that moment and concentrate my vision board is to action something instead of it just being a pop dream a journey journey rather than the destination group a who who really believed that they were going to do good in the exams didn't they failed dismally and the second group 
um, they had acknowledged that they needed to put time away to study. They had, they had prepared themselves for that. They studied and their marks were really good. So I think it's great having that vision board, but it's the, it's the action to get it done. So yes. Nobody, nobody talks about the group that they told to visualize failure, hey? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't <laughs> do those guys. <laughs> it's got to be a, you know, <laughs> that failed experiment. Boom. Um, no, I think it's, it's good to action what you want. So yes, you want that first client, mm. but say yes. Yeah. Put the petrol in your car. Yeah. Do, yeah, fine. Ask someone for the petrol. <laughs> don't be afraid to tell at least one person that you don't have petrol to put in your car. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, vulnerability is really important when it comes to success. There has got to be someone who you can tell absolutely everything to so that you can hear yourself, say your fears, and then make a plan to move on from them. That's very important. I battle a great deal with that. A great deal. Saying to somebody, I don't know how to do something or I need help with something. Do you, just, do you, keep, life, do you keep on trying to do I'll it? or fight to the end to get it right. But, I mean, sometimes you can't. Sometimes you just need to ask for help. Yep. Let's okay, so you have asked for help. Once. No. Uh, I just should. I think should. If, if anybody's listening right now, this might be a cry. He needs help somewhere. Get in touch. He's, he's projecting. Once again, no theory works for everyone. No, not at all. What's, what, at Brett, the greatest achievement? I mean, you've done quite a few things. You've traveled. You've seen things. You've done really cool stuff. What would you say is a really cool achievement, top of head, that you can think of? Okay, I'll give two. I'll give like the the, the airy fairy one, which is my friends. I think that the friends I have are an achievement. I think it takes a lot to have great friends, and um, you can't just say yes to every person who comes along and wants to be a friend. I think that um, you need to choose the right people to be friends with, and they must choose you as well. Um, so I think that I have such incredible friends is a testament to who I am. Um, and then, uh, when I was 14, I, I swam in the All-Africa Games in, uh, Egypt. And I was one of the first sports people to ever stand winning a medal on the top of a podium, singing the new South African anthem to the new flag. And that, like, it just, I'm getting shivers now. It just was such a beautiful moment. And only in hindsight, when I think about it now, do I realize what a big thing that was. And what it means to me, having come forward as a South African, to what it was being a South African. Again, everybody listening to the show hates your bio. <laughs> you make us all jealous. Uh, that that is incredible achievements, and and it's very heartfelt to hear you say that about your friends, because I think a lot of people feel they definitely feel the same. Yeah. But a, a lot of people battle to say that. I tweet often. Every now and then, I'll shoot out a tweet that goes right now in this moment. For, pick up the phone and tell someone you love them because it's mm. that easy. And if you have amazing friends and you can acknowledge that, then you should be doing more of it because they, mm. they yeah. should hear it. And your parents as well. How yeah. yes. Tell your parents you love them. We yeah. do. Mom, dad, this is for you. <laughs> Joe, your greatest achievements, like things that you feel top of mind that you can look at. Well, funny, mine, mine links to my family. Um, uh, they have been really incredibly patient at the... Um, at the unusual path that I've taken always from like the youngest that always, and I, I empathize. Um, and, um, sadly my dad had passed away before I, I got to become the success, but I was blogging a long time ago and my family thought that I was playing around. An absolute <laughs> nutcase. What is Jodine doing with her computer again? How are you 
going to make a living by telling your story and, and tweeting? And it goes for a lot of friends as well, including my best friend who is my business partner, who I could not do any of this without. But I remember sitting and, and he was going, mm, shouldn't we be looking for clients? Should you really be like doing another tweet? And so to have turned just blogging and just tweeting into a career that is I'm so passionate about and that that gives me such an incredible lifestyle has been an amazing, amazing achievement. It really has. I'm very chuffed. Nicely done. Thank you. Mm. Tick the box. Um, what are your achievements, Brent? <laughs> I've got so many. I actually, I, I like, I acknowledge every single moment and I can relate with you. Uh, my father passed away four years ago and whenever the littlest, slightest thing happens in my life or my day, I always think, Jeez, he would be so incredibly proud. Just of simple little things. And, and I am a, I acknowledge absolutely everything. The beginning of the year, I, I was never on radio before. I have a radio. This is my, this is my radio show. I have a radio show. Um, and I get to do really cool stuff every day. I have an amazing business. Um, acknowledgements. I'm meeting Obama in June next year. That's pretty rad. That's pretty rad. Yeah. Like tick the box stuff. And it, it goes to, I think, acknowledging what you have, saying yes, uh, and at the same time, maybe, maybe keeping the right people around you. Yeah. yeah. People are everything, man. That's say, why you can love this city so much because it's full of amazing people. That is so People true. want to use each other over here in the best possible way. They want to use and they want to be used. You know, they meet you like, how can you benefit me and how can I benefit you? And let's move forward. You know, there's no like, oh, you're kind of cool. Let's hang out for a bit. And then like, uh, walking away. Everybody will use you if you can be used. Love it. Mm. Very cool. It's been amazing having you on the show. And Thank I'm going to bring you back again. Because cool. I think you've got lots of stories to tell. Yeah. Oh, can I, can I, can oh, I wait. tell something exciting? Drum roll. <laughs> We have we have big news breaking on the show right now. Uh, okay, so a couple of months ago, I was approached by a very very cool company to uh, shoot a pilot um, for a television show. It's actually a travel show, um, which is even more exciting because you know travel shows are the best. Um, and this company, Hive Content, um, have shot the pilots. And what we I'm doing is I'm traveling around for the first season. I'm traveling around South Africa to like little neighborhoods. So for instance, a pilot was shot in Melville and oh. I chat with the tattoo artist of that area. No way. The, <laughs> I know, um, a chef in a cool restaurant there. And if there's some sort of alcohol place, so like a bar or a distiller or a brewery that will chat with that person. And, uh, so that's each episode 22 minutes long. And I'm not actually sure where it's flighting in South Africa, but the main thing was to give it international exposure. So we have an international distribution company from Canada who will be selling it to uh, the world. So hopefully the next time you see me, my vision board will have a Lamborghini on wow. the achievement side. Yeah, on the achievement side. <laughs> I think you – like the – that's amazing. Yeah, it's um, cool. Huh? Can I like just tag behind you and tweet? Yes. Sure. Yes, Absolutely. <laughs> We'll put you in the, in the boot of the big car. Awesome. <laughs> uh, I can tweet from the boot of the big car. <laughs> it's not about what you know or who you know. It's about who knows you. Exactly. Yeah. And I think, I think you, you've got a great, your bio is just getting bigger. Your list of things that you're doing is just getting longer. Thank you. We all want to be you. Oh, I mean, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> How do people follow you and stay in touch? With um, people can find me on uh, Twitter, on Instagram. Both are B R R Rogers. That's B three R's Rogers, and um, that's it. 
That's it. Burr Rogers. We're going to bring Burr Rogers back. Yeah, that'd be nice. We'll bring him back when we'll talk about his travel show and how it's going. And and hopefully maybe you can bring cameras around here and you can show them the Cliff Central Studios. Yeah. I mean, if you can bring bring the booze here, then we'll chat about the booze while drinking the booze. Yeah. the booze. That's rad. We've actually got, um, we out of booze because. (laughs) <laughs> you know, it's very early it's to be very, out of booze No, guys. it's very we, I mean, we've been drinking all morning Just kidding uh, Last night we were doing our Cliffmas Carol rehearsals Oh, I see what you did there I see It's our Cliffmas Carol rehearsals uh, We've got a choir that the presenters have all jumped on board for It's going down on the 3rd of December Which is next week, Wednesday And let me tell you This is going to be the most phenomenal thing that I think anybody can be a part of if, if you are part of Cliff Central and you do enjoy what we're doing here. We've got Gareth Cliff, who's going to be performing on stage. Proverb, Jensu, Cusper de Fris, and then uh, the guys who were all choreographing and rehearsing last night. It includes me. I do not have a singing voice. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, we've got this choir. It's going to be 3rd of December, next week, Wednesday, at the Lyric Theatre in Gold Reef City. Oh. Uh, I don't know how many seats, you might know how many seats the Lyric no. Theatre holds. What does the theatre normally hold? Oh, anything. Oh, no, that's a, that's that's, a broad that's statement. A, <laughs> well, how long is a piece of string, I'm Brent? so glad there's, that you're here. Thank you for saving there's me. Like, there's a like lot. There's a, a lot of a seats. A thousand <laughs> seats. There's a thousand seats in the Lyric Theatre, and we only have a hundred tickets left, so it's done really well. If Excellent. you guys want to get your tickets, you won't be able to get tickets on the night because we will be sold out. But you, you're going to want to see me on stage. It's pretty funny. And my outfit is even more ridiculous. You see, now that you said outfit, I'm changing my plans. I'm going to be there. There's an outfit. <laughs> and all, all proceeds of the tickets go to an amazing charity called Headway. Um, they deal with people that are in car accidents and, and have brain injuries, which is really cool. Uh, and you can come and see us dressed up and singing. It's going to be amazing. Are you an elf? I can't tell you what I am. <laughs> top secret. Are you a donkey? <laughs> So close, but Shooting not. Shooting star. Ma- um, score. <laughs> Bingo. He's got it. We're going to be right back straight after this. We're going to bring you more of the good news, more of the time. If you want to get in touch, you can call us on 861 or you can send a message on our official WeChat account, or you can tweet cliffcentral.com, Brent Lindicue, Jodine. Coza. That's us. Or brr, Rogers. That's it. We'll be right back. When the doubt takes you under When you sink like a stone And you can't breathe When the tears take control When the demons take over Won't be in this alone You got me When the walls 
Gavin DeGraw. I don't know what the song's name is. It's Gavin DeGraw up there. And we've got some incredible guests with us to chat about something really cool that they're doing. I'm going to switch your microphones on. Just give me a sec. We'll switch them all on. Yeah. Good. Are we all, are we all on? I think so. Hello there. Hello. Hello. All right. You're going to have to get up close and personal with the microphones. Uh, it's the way that these guys work so that we can, we know that we can hear you. I've got gentlemen from the round table of Gauteng who will be hosting the annual White Christmas at the Dirk van Sale Center in Newlands on the 6th of, the, 6th of December. Just stop me if I'm wrong at any given time. We've got 1,500 underprivileged kids from the area which will be treated to a full fun day. Uh, they'll be given presents and this is a highlight in your calendar of what you guys do, yeah? Absolutely. We've been doing that for maybe 15 years. Oh, fantastic. What is what is the Roundtable? Let's start there. Well, um, Roundtable is an organization for uh, men aged between 18 and 40. And basically, we get together, um, make friendships, have a lot of fun, and um, do good for the community. And where are you guys based? In Johannesburg? Yeah, uh, we are, are from Ravonia Roundtable. Mm-hmm. But we have a number of roundtables in and around Gauteng. And it's actually an internationally based organization with uh, roundtables across the globe. Oh, fantastic. All right. And you do a lot of things for kids. You, I mean, you. this is on your annual calendar of something that you're doing this year. How, what other stuff, what other projects are you guys involved in? Yeah. So um, from a Ravonia perspective, we get involved with a number of orphanages. Um, around the town and uh, just you know see what they need and uh, the help there but uh, across the 13 or 14 other tables from Benoni and Boxburg and Midrand and Florida you know those guys uh, you know help out wherever it's needed so you know during the year we we keep an eye out and listen to uh, where when help is needed and you know whether it's fundraising events like dance days or or music events to painting rooms and fixing toilets and digging sewerage systems at uh, orphanages wow. you know it's what we do on our weekends and uh, evenings that is phenomenal jodine this is a really cool it's, charity it's, it really is you you'd heard of them before yes i had i had mm. um and uh, does anyone is it just that people hear about it and they want to get involved or is it does come down from like a, a line of people and you no, well if 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 it's something that interests you um 
get on the website and the best thing to do is to uh, have a get a list of your local roundtables, uh, phone the chairman and, and come through to a couple of meetings. Every single roundtable is different. Uh, for instance, our roundtable, um, we cycle uh, every year. So we do a, a 440k cycle challenge to what? raise money. <laughs> mm. So mm. we've just cycled from Gauteng to Masiru. Listen, I take my hat off. I, I did the, the cycle challenge on, uh, when was it? Two um, weeks ago. 94.7. Yeah. 94.7 doesn't even, cl- it doesn't even yeah. compare to 440 kilometers. Sure. Yeah. But it, look, that's after a bit of, a bit of, um, a bit of training, you can get there. But that's not for everyone. There's other, other round tables that are more into their, their rum and coke and, and brine. So there's, there's always a table that can fit the person that you are and because you're going to be spending a lot of time with fellowship and with the guys you know it's a it's a it's a family based thing we have bras together um so yeah that's that's would be my suggestion is go check it out you know it's so great here because i i live with my sister and my um my young nephew so they they eight eight-year-old twins and it's such a big thing for us to get them to understand that you we've got to sit down at dinner and not have any technology and just spend time together because nowadays we don't do enough of that so it's so good to hear that it's still there's something that still pulls everyone together because that sounds very much about what it's about like pull together as a community pull together as as family pull together as everything and just and just help i love that you help where you need it because because for me one of the big things is that social media has become very much about one specific cause and then one cause gets so much attention and then all these other things like don't get enough attention and it sounds mm. like you just wait to see where people need you and that's where you are so that is incredible and and anyone can suggest uh projects or what's needed whether it's you know the guys who come to the meeting whether it's the wives and girlfriends whether it's just friends of table uh, mm. So we had a situation about a year ago where a friend of one of the tablers, she bought a house in the Newlands area and wanted to essentially put in a foster family and was looking for help. And we said, okay, well, let's listen. Let's go and see. Um, I personally spent the day with her interviewing the foster parents. Wow. Uh, we, you know, we had maybe, gosh, 200 people who wanted to do it. Um, and now that's up and running and there's a family in there with the kids and you know, the house is in a good state. So, you know, I do want to stress because I know that there are some of the roundtable ladies listening that the ladies circles do exist. So some of them get together for meetings and suggest projects and, uh, you know, and then we'll, we'll back them on that, give them money for that or, or help events. So, so across the province there are you know, uh, the ladies involved as well. But, uh, you know, our event, this uh, the White Christmas one, is going to be ones where, you know, my kids are coming along, my wife's coming along, helping out. And, and even teachers from my son's school are, are coming along and helping out. And uh, so, yeah, it's a really good uh, hands-on. And uh, you're, you're, you're looking for companies and individuals to get involved by donating what? Well, uh, the biggest um, hurdle uh, with hosting a, a party for 1,500 kids is is getting each one a present. Now, we get a lot of toys from Toy Run, but they're all fluffy and cuddly, and they're not always age-appropriate. So um, toys for 6 to 13-year-old kids, um, they don't require batteries. A lot of these children can't afford mm. batteries. And... Um, ideally, something that will get them outdoors active, cricket bats, you know, baseball mitts, soccer balls, 
something like that that could uh, get them off the streets and promote uh, a healthy yeah. lifestyle. Board games, dolls, puzzles, yeah, anything like that, you know. And, and we all know that kids uh, grow out of that stuff quickly. Yeah. So you know, we have them at home. How, how do people get in touch if they want to? If they want to follow you guys, if they want to donate gifts, if they want to give you money, how do they get in touch? Well, um, you can get us hold uh, get hold of us on social media. So we have a Twitter account. Um, also, that is uh, Ravonia230. Uh, secondly, on our Facebook page. And if you do have um, toys that you want to donate, uh, we are based at the Ravonia uh, Sports Sports Club. And they are um, ready to to collect uh, presents. And, and if you have a big donation, give us a call and, and we'll come and collect it. Absolutely brilliant. We are going to retweet and, and mm-hmm. sort of share all of those links so we can get as much support for you guys as we can. And I look forward to having you back in the show to hear how the event went so we can catch up and, and see how it all goes. It's been great having you on. Yeah, Perfect. Thank you. Thanks very much. Guys. Awesome. We'll be right back after this break.
That was Taylor Swift, not Swift, Swift, <laughs> with the New Romantics, and uh, and that was a really cool charity. That I really, awesome. I really like people that are doing good stuff, and I, I love being able to highlight the good stuff that's happening in and around South Africa. It's really awesome, Joe. I've found some cool stories, oh, yeah. which we love. We love hearing about, and we love sort of talking about. Uh, they, they, a company, a huge company, they're an advertising agency, Draft FCB, ha, are putting together this project that they are trying to get people to crowdfund to be oh, a part of. I'm a huge fan of crowdfunding. So when you hear wow. this, I think you're gonna you're gonna plot. Oh. It's just crazy. <laughs> they are, are taking a section of I think it's the Kalahari Desert, okay. and they're planning on building or producing or growing the biggest South African flag. Out of plants. Oh, wow. That is going to create food, be sustainable. There's going to be some energy sources there. It's going to be a tourist attraction. It's a massive project that, they, that they're putting together. I've written a blog about it, so I'll, I'll, put, okay. I'll post that up after the show. Yeah, I but want to read that. Wow. You're going to be able to see the South African flag from space in the middle of the Kalahari. They've found certain plants that create the colors. So they'll be green, they'll be blue, they'll be red. The black part of the, the flag is going to be all solar-powered energy. And then the white lines in the middle are going to be the road that you drive down to sort of see this amazing attraction. Can I just say, because because we go way beyond me getting invited to like co-host, which is fantastic, um, can I just say that I know how very important this is to you because I know how excited you get about it. About people being able to take care of themselves and and us taking care of each other, so I can see why this is so important. It's, it's amazing. If the whole of if the whole world just jumped on board and everybody got together to make each other sustainable, it would change everybody's achievement board. Like if we could just lend one helping hand to our neighbour, it would change yeah. the face of what South Africa is. And I constantly, constantly try strive yeah. for that to happen. Um, I'm not, we, we, we always run out of time. There's just never <laughs> enough time to talk about the good stuff. But I've got the change one thing, which I'll write a blog about and I'll post it because I, I haven't really been able to get to it. I've found the most amazing gifts for Christmas. You know, Christmas is four weeks away. I know. I haven't got any gifts yet. For so the 25th of November, it's four weeks away. It's a little bit crazy, but there are really cool things in South Africa right now that you could purchase. Uh, it's the gifts that keep on giving is, is what we sort of call it. There's a, there's something that I saw on Saturday uh, while I was taking the Aussies on a tour. It's out in Neighborhoods Market down there in that uh, Bramfontein area. It's a shop called I, I Was Shot in Joburg. 
That's what the shop's name is. Have you heard of them? I've heard of it. So this company took a whole bunch of cameras. They trained a whole bunch of kids, street kids, to use the cameras to create their own art. And they are selling that art for for money that goes back to these street kids. It's the most amazing... And the art is beautiful. The the photos are really something phenomenal. I can imagine. That is incredible. That's a very special gift. And I think it's cool because it keeps on giving back. So I've got 16 things. I'll post that up online in a bit. And you guys will be able to change one thing and give back while giving. Isn't that a, a nice way to, to to end off the show? It, it is. Um, don't forget about Cliff Miss Carols, please. We want you guys there. We want you guys to, to come and see us perform. I'm going to actually... I'm going to... I'm going to buy Jodina a ticket so that she can come and see. Um, We've also got our Cliffmas portraits. So if you guys want to be a part of Cliff Central and what we're doing here, and we know you have. You've been listening from the start. We want you to tweet your photos, send them to us with the hashtag IamUnRadio. And we're going to take all of those photos, and our studio is literally going to just become one big, massive portrait. So we can have our listeners here with us even when they're only listening, which is pretty cool. We're going to be back next week, same time, same place. Uh, over December, we're going to be adding on a couple of more shows as well, so that I'm going to be around. There's lots of stuff going on. Cliff Central's not going anywhere. We're Over December, we're all here. We're going to be giving you guys a whole bunch of stuff, staying with you through the whole Christmas season. We've spent the whole day speaking about achievement boards, and yes, keep your vision boards, but also grow your achievement boards. And I found this little nugget from Eleanor Roosevelt, which I think just works well with our theme today. The future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. So keep dreaming and create your futures. I think that's important. That's so important. And if you've got any of your, if you want to add any achievements in that you think we should all be striving for, you can just tweet me, Brent Lindekew or Jardine Koza. It's Koza. It's been great having you on the show, Joe. It's been awesome as always. I love being here. I really do. I cannot wait to bring you back and, <laughs> and have you in studio with us. Uh, quickly before we end, how's it going with the Panto? It is going so incredibly well with the Panto. It is, I say it every year, but this year it's, it's different. It's, this year's Joburg Theatre Pantomime is just too special for words. There have been, we are doing things that are, are just so out of the box that, that make the audience get involved and get excited and it is so special. It's my favorite story of all time, Peter Pan. So don't miss it. It's beautiful. We're all going to go and see the panto as well, just for Joe. It's been great having you with us. That's the good stuff for this week. We're going to bring you back next week where we'll catch up with more of the good stuff, more of the time. You can also download all the podcasts on iTunes or on my page. Uh, I'll tweet all the links. We'll check you later. Over and out.